All right, here we are. We are live inside the Forge Father Driven Dads group, and it is time for a little Monday mentality podcast time. And uh, the the focus of this episode is going to be on what I like to call the five fifteen eighty focus rule. And uh, I'm definitely going to dig into that a little bit deeper here on what the hell it means, how you can use it, and uh, how it's going to help. Literally, it'll, it'll, it'll change your life in regards to bringing focus, more focus, positive focus into your life. But not only that, you're going to start taking the right actions or you'll start taking the actions that you need to take to get yourself in better shape, destroy the dad bod, and essentially get that edge back in life. And so here we are on Monday. Uh, this past week was a rough week uh, for me. Allergies were absolutely kicking my ass. Uh, head was stuffed up. Uh, sleep sucked. Um, not to mention the heat that we we had. That we had like a heat wave come through. Humidity, yada, yada, yada. Excuse, excuse, excuse. I had on top of that my wife is pregnant with number four and she's having a rough go. So um, she's been very blessed um, with the three before, hadn't experienced a lot of nausea, morning sickness, that type of stuff. So she's been dealing with that, which uh, I've been trying to help out as much as I can uh, with it. And I'm, and she has allergies as well. It's just, it's it's not been... Good. Finally, I'm feeling better this week, and uh, workouts have already felt better. But um, either way, last week inside of the Forge Father, um, the reason I wanted to share the five fifteen eighty rule is because this is exactly what we talked about inside the Forge Father. The live coaching roundtable was all on protecting your mind, building your brain, and um, the gist of that is basically cutting out specific things that affects your thoughts, that affects the ideas, that affects, you know, your, 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 uh, I guess, um, attitude and the actions that you take in life. And I'll tell you, uh, a quick list to cut out, um, to help improve what you're focusing in on. Number one, the news, cut the fucking news out of your life. There's no need for you to watch the news. Despite everything that's going on right now, if you ever really look at the news, it is like 95% negative bullshit. And a lot of it you have no control over. A lot of it has really nothing to do with you. I mean, it does. But here's the thing. If if there is something that you need to be told about, you'll, you'll find out about it. Trust me. You'll find out about it. But most of the stuff that we get on the news, it's... It's just negativity. Oh, this person got robbed. Oh, this person died. Oh, this person, this, this, this negativity, negativity, fear, 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 fear. And it puts you in a state of fear. And so I was told a long time ago by one of my first mentors to stop watching the news and stop watching the news. I did, and it's made a huge impact on me. Now it's hard to avoid it because the news pops up everywhere. And that's the the second thing that I told my guys to cut out 
and I try my best to cut it out. Here I am on social media inside this Facebook group, but cut out fucking social media. Or if at the minimum, give yourself like just a small time block every single day to get on social media, check it. And you should just, you should have an intent when you get on social media. It should be to connect with specific people. So for me, I use social media pretty much just for, for professional reasons, for, for business purposes, to get word out there, connect with potential clients. And uh, you know, I use it to connect with past friends as well. But every time I come on social media, I have a specific intent. But I'll tell you, a bad habit that I used to have that I'm overcoming now is just mindlessly getting on social media and fucking scrolling. Instagram, you start scrolling. Facebook, you start scrolling and you just get lost in it. And before you know it, it's like five minutes later, it's like you have accomplished nothing. Now you're overwhelmed. And I'm sure you can relate with me on this. Like, I know this happens to me all the time on Instagram. I'll go on there to post my own video and then I'll see another video and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's cool. I'll come back to that. And then you start scrolling down and you find something else that's cool. And then you're like, oh shit. And before you know it, you're like overwhelmed. You forgot what the hell you're gonna do. And it just becomes a big ass um, freaking spider web that you get stuck into and you waste a lot of time. And so social media, I would say cut that out for the most part. Um, Negative people, obviously. Negative self-talk. Your own bullshit. Cut that out of your life. Or at least recognize when you're talking to yourself in a way that's negative, that's, that's, you're cutting yourself down. Um, this is something that I used to, be, uh, used to do um, to the extreme, and it, and it actually affected me quite, quite a bit, um, which, which I'll talk about more here. And then really, it's just cutting out negative attention, negative attention. And so this is where the, the 5, 15, 80 rule really comes into play. And it's all uh, put together to help get you to focus in on the right stuff. Because you get what you focus in on the most. You get what you focus in on the most. And how is this true? I'll share some stories with you here in a second. But before that, you need to understand how the mind works. So, you know, we got our conscious mind and then we got our subconscious mind, right? Conscious mind is the active mind. It's it's the mind that you're using right now, listening to this, watching this, this podcast. Um, it's, the, it's the active mind that you have when you're training. So when you're lifting weights, you're focusing in on it. You're in the moment. You're moving your muscles. You're moving your body. You are fully aware. When you're eating, sometimes you can mindlessly eat, right? Like you're sitting there eating, scarfing down food, and you're focusing on some, something else. And so your subconscious kind of takes over, right? But your conscious mind is the the present active mind and while it's the active mind it's still it it can still be affected by your subconscious so your subconscious runs all of the you know automatic processes in the body so breathing we don't have to think about breathing digesting we don't have to think about digesting our food but our subconscious mind the way you can think of that uh, of it is it's a filing system, all right? And so as we go through experiences within the conscious mind, so lifting a weight, you know, eating food, having experiences, 
our subconscious is starting to file things away, right? And so it's, it's interesting in how all this works is because your subconscious doesn't know good or bad. It doesn't know truth or lie. It just knows and it just takes everything and it just stores it away. And these subconscious thoughts, these subconscious um, ideas and experiences, they can come back up within our conscious actions. And so uh, one story that comes to mind with this is, you know, years ago when I was a young boy, my, my dad used to travel around on a, it was like a semi-pro professional softball team. So they were pretty serious. And there used to be this one field that we used to go to all the time. Right next to the field was a playground. And then there's this huge hill. I think it was called Bunker Hill Softball Complex or something like that. But either way, I was probably like six or seven. I don't remember how old I was. But I loved that baseball field because I knew I would be able to run up and down that hill. There was a playground on top of that hill. And it was just the greatest time for me until one day. I'm running up the hill and I still remember this clear as day inside of my mind. And I was running up the hill and then all of a sudden, boom, a big ass bumblebee like hits me in my chest. And I look down and it, boom, it stings me right on my freaking arm. Hurt like hell is the first time I ever got stung. I was freaking out. I turn around, run down the hill, screaming, crying for my mommy. And that experience, like I was obviously in the moment, present, very aware of what the hell was going on. But my subconscious took that experience, stored it away. And from that time forward, I mean, I'm not scared anymore, but I had an extreme fear of bees. And I had an extreme fear of bugs, period. Every time we went back to that, that softball field, I didn't even play. I didn't want to go back to that softball field thinking about that hill and thinking about the bee that stung me. And so everything was like, it, it was a story that I was creating inside of my mind that I was just gonna get stung again. And so it's interesting how your conscious, subconscious mind can work. And while we can't really control it, we can become more aware of it. So it favors us better. Because a lot of times is we don't even know what we don't know. And our subconscious is one of the things that's holding us back from getting the results that we, that we want because it's creating these bullshit stories, these bullshit ideas, these bullshit mindsets and self-limiting beliefs that we have inside of our mind on why we can't achieve X, Y, Z, on why we don't take action. And when you become more aware of this, you can literally flip the switches in your favor, dial in your mindset, focus in on the right things so you can start to take the right actions to get the results that you want. Because there's so many different dads that I talk to that despite wanting to change, wanting to lose weight, wanting to get themselves back in shape, wanting to get back that edge in life, they just don't fucking do it. They self-sabotage. Once they get to a certain point, it's like they quit, they give up, they're unmotivated yada, 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 all the fucking excuses. It's like they actually look out into the world at things to justify their fucking bullshit stories that are going on inside their head. I'm too busy. I can't get it done. 
Something happens in life. See, I'm too busy. I can't get it done. That's why I can't lose the weight. That's the reason I can't achieve X, Y, Z goal. And it's all bullshit. It's all make-believe fucking bullshit up inside your mind. I'm telling you, everybody has the power to flip the switch here. And so the uh, the 5, 15, 80 focus rule, how does it work? Well, most guys have it asked backwards, right? And so it's a breakdown percentage. And so most guys actually fall into this, this realm. So 80%, they focus in on the shit that they don't want. They focus in on the negative shit. The 15%, yeah, they focus in on the stuff that they want. And then the 5%, they focus in on the actual things that they need to do in the now, in the present, to get done what they want to get done. And so it's asked backwards. It's 80% on the negative shit, the what could happen. Oh, I'm scared about this. I have doubts about this. What if this? What if that? What's this person going to think of me? Yada, yada, yada. That's the 80%. And so anything that you focus in on, what you're focusing in on, you will get it. You will see it. It'll come through your perspective because that's how the mind works. That's how the subconscious works. And there's another part of your mind, the RAS, the reticular activation system. And I was taught this years and years and years ago when I first heard about it. I thought it was pretty interesting in how it worked. And it's similar to your subconscious. So it's like filing things away and it's bringing certain things to your attention, to the forefront of your attention. And so the way it worked on me was when I found out about this uh, from one of my earlier mentors, um, there was when I first started working at uh, 24-Hour Fitness years and years and years ago, when I first got my, um, my, when my fitness career started, after things started to pick up, um, I was like, I really want the new Jeep. I want the new style Jeep, the Jeep Wranglers with the four doors. And I really, really wanted it. And so the more I thought about it, the more I would see it out in the real world because I was constantly thinking about it. I was like, I really want this Jeep. It started to show up and it almost was like, you th- you, you think it's like magical. You think it's like, oh my gosh, the world's trying to send me a message when actually you've just alerted your brain to look for that. And so you actually seek it out. And so I kept seeing these Jeeps everywhere because it was like at the top of my mind. And it still happens to this day because I have the Jeep. And lo and behold, I focused so much in on wanting that Jeep. My actions in turn started to pull me towards where I wanted to be. Worked my ass off. Made enough money to go buy my own Jeep before I was married. So pretty interesting how that works. So the RAS, it's a part of your mind. It's part of your subconscious. And so when you start to focus in on those types of things, you start to see it more often. It's, it's at top of mind. And so your mind is focusing in on it. It's looking for, it's looking for, the opening, it's like, boom, there it is. Go for it. Looking for the opportunity, so to speak. And so you can use this to your advantage when there's something that you want, right? And I talk about this in older podcasts, like when we first start on this journey, what I always have my guys do is we get our mindset trifecta dialed in. And one of the parts to that is your MVP. So the mission, vision, purpose, mission, vision, purpose. And so the vision 
You think deep about what it is that you want. How do you look? How do you feel? How's your lifestyle? How's your relationships? How much are you making financially? What do you do professionally? All these things. What is your vision? You got to get clear on it and then you got to really visualize it. And then you got to think about the purpose. Like, why do you want these things? And when you figure out what that purpose is for you and it really clicks, that in turn creates desire, a burning desire to achieve whatever it is that you might want with your vision and your purpose. Then it comes down to the fucking mission. And the mission is the daily work that you need to do. And when your desire is so dialed in and it's so freaking white hot that it's something that you truly, truly want, you will start to take the actions necessary to get it done. And so a lot of times this is why guys start and stop, start and stop. They quit when they're unfucking motivated. It's because that desire isn't burning hot enough. They don't want it bad enough, at least not yet. And so something to think about there. But before I get too far off track here, let's talk about this 51580, right? I talked about how most guys have it asked backwards, right? And so most guys focus in on the 80 on the negative shit. The 15 is the positive stuff that they do want. And then the five are the actions that they need to take in the real world, in, in, the, in the now, in the present. And it's actually flipped. And so... The real way it works is the 5% is to acknowledge the negative. I say acknowledge the negative. So we have to acknowledge the shit that we don't want. It's like, I don't want that. I don't want to be in this current situation right now, 20 to 30 pounds or more overweight. Why? Because I don't have energy. Why? Because I don't feel great about myself when I look at myself in the mirror. I'm not proud of that guy that I see in the mirror. You recognize what it is that you don't want. And that's it. That's it. You don't fucking sit there and focus in on it because you're going to continue to do the things that are going to keep you there without you even knowing it because you're filling your fucking subconscious full of ideas, thoughts, and attitudes to keep you in the negative. Again, your subconscious works for you and it works against you without you even knowing it. It doesn't know the difference between positive and negative. And so if you keep thinking about the negative shit, you're going to keep getting the negative shit. Here's a deep story that I want to share with you in that regard. And it happened to me all throughout my high school career. I was such a mental midget. If I could go back knowing what I know now about mindset, take away, you know, 25% of my athleticism, my fitness and strength back then, I I guarantee you I, I probably could have been more successful just with a stronger mindset. And so I'll never forget this. Like it was my last at bat high school baseball, summer, Legion baseball. We were hosting the the state playoffs in Hastings, Nebraska. There's a, uh, a very famous field there, Duncan Field. Has brick walls all the way around the field. The lights are inside the stadium. So they're actually in the field of play. So I remember running under, the, under those lights many times, like worrying about, you know, trying to catch a fly ball and running into the lights. But freaking deep. It's 408 down the middle, and then it's like 370 down the sides. It's a huge fucking field. So if you hit a home run out of that field, you're a monster, especially in high school, 
right? But either way, it's, it's the final. Well, it was, it was my final at bat. So we're playing this team. They were actually the number one team in the state. We played them earlier in the year, and we got our ass whooped. We got our ass whooped by 15 runs. It was like the 15-run rule. We were playing in a tournament. The reason we lost that game, the reason we didn't play at all, was because this team was the number one team in the state. <clears throat> before the game even started, I remember there was a news, newspaper article about this team before we played them. They were like on a 17-game win streak, just dominating. They had a bunch of D1 uh, uh committed players on their team <clears throat> we went into the game already had lost the game that was earlier in the season since this was the last game possible last game of the of the of the year for us of some of our careers we went into this game with a completely different mindset we didn't give a shit who we were playing it was like show up we either win and we move on to place in the state tournament or we lose and we barbecue and we're done season's done high school career is done right so we, we are having the, one of our best games. My, I remember one of my good friends is pitching the game of his life. He's striking dudes left, at, left and right. It's a very low-scoring game. And it uh, comes down to the bottom of the seventh inning. We played seven innings in high school. <clears throat> Two guys on. It's like movie-type movie setting here. Two guys on. We are down by one run. Guy on first and second, I come up to bat. I remember before I even came up to bat, the story I'm cycling in my mind. Don't strike out, Travis. Don't strike out. This is potentially your final at bat in high school. Don't strike out, dude. First pitch, fucking hit a rocket. Right down the right field line. Barely foul. It would have been a walk-off double. Both those guys would have scored, no doubt. <clears throat> So that, like, boom, hope's up. Hell yeah, I just won the game for us. Taken away, right, in an instant. So it is what it is. But I remember rounding first base thinking, damn, could have been the hero, right? So there I am walking back to the plate. Again, same thing's going through my mind here. Don't strike out. Don't strike out. Don't strike out. They got this fucking stud on the mound, a left-hander, which I didn't hit well off of left-handers, so that's going through my mind as well. <clears throat> Big D1, he, he ended up playing for Nebraska, this guy. But either way, next two pitches, far outside, counts 2-1. I'm still thinking in my head, don't strike out, don't strike out. Next pitch, straight down the middle, meatball, I watch it go by. Oh, I'm just kicking myself in the ass. I should have swung at that pitch. I mean, it was there for the taking. I watch it go by, 2-2 two, two count. I'm in trouble, or at least I think I'm in trouble here. <clears throat> Same story going through my mind here. Don't strike out, don't strike out, don't strike out. Next pitch, I watch it go by. It is barely outside of the plate. I thought that was strike three. I was like, ah, I get the call. 3-2, full count. Next pitch, the pitch was so fucking high. It was above eye level for me. I can't tell you the feeling that I had after this happened. Like, swung at it. I wanted to hit so bad, but I also didn't want to strike out. And so I made up in my mind before he had even thrown that pitch that I was just going to swing. <clears throat> and so it was embarrassing, to say the least. That ended my high school career. 
Uh, it was embarrassing because I felt like I lost, uh, let my teammates down, let my coaches down, I let my parents down. <clears throat> um, it, it sucked. It really sucked. And one of the other things that I, I remember about this was my cousin, Steve, who was a freaking stud. Uh, he was like a guest coach. He came on right at the um, end of the season to help coach. Long story short, this guy, he was like an idol of mine growing up. Two-time state champion football in high school. You know, all-state baseball player. He went on to play at Air Force, which is a D- Division One. Very great player for them. He, he, was, he was a stud. And so he was there. And the fact that him and him, having him on the uh, coaching staff, him seeing that, it was just embarrassing from every single angle. Like, it was very hard to carry on into the summer after that. But either way, that's what happened. And I'll tell you why it happened. It happened because that's what I was focusing in on. I was focusing in on not striking out. I was talking to myself negatively. If I had just told myself, get on base, get on base any way possible, Travis, I probably would have watched that pitch go by. I would have walked. Bases would have been loaded. Then it would have been up to my buddy um, Willie to win the game after that. I remember who was right behind me. But yet I was focused in on the negative shit. And guess what? My mind found a way to make that true. My mind found a way to make the idea, the thought, a reality. And that's how it works. That's how it works. Because there are countless other times that I can tell you, you know, high school sports, really, it wasn't until like college kicked in that I was like, holy shit, I need to get my mindset going here, that it really clicked for me. I can remember countless times before you know, going into a wrestling match, just thinking like, don't lose, don't get pinned or don't get taken down. Focusing on the negative, the negative would happen. And then in the match, I'd get taken down and I'd be like, oh, see, yep, this guy's better than you. He took you down. Now you're done. And so you just submit, you'd be conquered. And so a lot of guys are doing this without even knowing it. And so we need to flip the script. If you want to attract the positive things that you want in life, you need to focus in on the positive things. But that's not all you need to do because you can't just sit there and think positive and things will magically fucking show up in your life. You have to take the actions necessary to achieve the things that you want, right? And so the 5, 15, 80 rule goes like this. The 5% is to acknowledge the negative. Yes, you acknowledge it. That's it. You know it's there. Acknowledge it, let it scare you a little bit, but that, that, that fear, that doubt needs to fucking push you to move. You can't let it hold you there. And with it just being 5%, just acknowledging that it's there, you move on and then you pinpoint the positive. That's the 15%, pinpoint the positive. This is what I want. This is where I wanna be. 15% of your focus needs to go towards that. You need to know What it is that you want, you need to be clear, but you can't stay there. You can't just think about, this is what I want. This is what I want. I'm sitting in this chair. I want this done. The 80% is take massive action. 80% is take the massive action needed in the present, in the now, in the conscious mind 
to achieve what it is that you want. And that's going to be exactly what helps push you forward. Like there is no magic trick to it. It is what it is. And so what I want you to do with this, if you're listening in on this and you're actually focusing on this consciously, is to do a little bit of a self audit on yourself. I want you to think about, you know, how often do you talk to yourself negative, negatively? How often are you thinking about the negative shit that you don't want? If that takes up most of the time during the day, we have a little bit of an issue here. And I would have you consider for a second that if you don't have what you want in life yet, if you're not in the type of shape that you want to be in, you don't have the type of success that you want with your profession just yet, it might be due to what you're focusing in on. More than likely, you're focusing in on the shit that you don't want more than anything else. And it's interesting because um, as I discovered in the book, Think and Grow Rich, and if you've never read this book, I highly, highly suggest it. Think and Grow Rich changed my life, changed the way I think. There's this, there's this thought within that book that, you know, the more and more you think about positive things, it's like you just attract positivity in your life. It's because you just start taking the actions necessary that move you in the right direction. And guess what? You're probably going to run into other people that are moving in that same direction. Granted, you're going to run into negative people too. And it's really odd. But when you surround yourself with people that are positive thinking, that just have positive thoughts and are fucking just go-getters, you can feel it. You can freaking feel it. Like having a gym, there's certain people, there, there isn't any people right now, which I'm happy to say there are no people like this anymore, but I've had old clients when they come into the gym, it's like the energy gets sucked out of the fucking room because of their negative thoughts. Their negative thoughts just have like a negative feel around it. And you can just tell when you're around people like that. So I'd say get away from people that are like that. They're just gonna pull you down. Surround yourself around positive people, people that are fucking driven to achieve their visions, their desires. And they're doing the things that they need to do to get there. They don't sit around and complain. They don't sit around and fucking make excuses. Of course, they're not going to be perfect either. But when they make a mistake, they get knocked off the horse. They get, you know, barrier pops up in their way. They continue to move forward. And that's what's, that's what's going to happen to you when you apply this, this 5, 15, 80 focus rule into your life. 5%. Acknowledge the negative, 15%. Pinpoint the positive, 80%. Take massive action. And so become more aware of your thoughts. Become more aware of when you're talking to yourself in a negative manner. The language that you use with yourself. I mean, we can go deep, deep, deep into that. Certain words that you need to stop using in, in your sentences, just subconsciously set you up to fail. Start recognizing the bullshit stories that you're telling yourself. Start recognizing the fears and the doubts that you have that are basically running your life without you even knowing it. And so the, the one thing that I'll end with here is basically just doing a, a self audit. Bring a notebook around with you. 
do it on your phone. Every time you have like a negative thought or a negative story or a negative like idea pop up in your head, write that shit down. Journal it, write it down. And then penalize yourself. Every time that happens, I will do X, Y, Z. Every time I have a negative idea or a negative story that pops up in my mind, five burpees. Do them all at the end of the day. Don't do them right there. Do them at the end of the day. Add them all up. If you're doing a lot of burpees at the end of the day, we know we need to switch something within your mind. You need to turn that negative self-talk off. And it just comes down to consistency. It comes down to habits, behaviors, routines, and all the way back to the MVP that I talked about is making that decision and committing to achieving that mission and vision and just doing the mission or the, the vision and the purpose, but then committing to doing the mission daily that's going to help you achieve the vision.